just out of the kindness of my heart I came back from a morning run and decided you know I'm gonna make some apple pancakes for my roommate Liam and they were delicious they were the best part was the blood that was in them <laughs> because I cut my thumb my thumb literally looks like it was scalped I don't know if you saw I, it I bled no. through seven gauzes I felt like such a fool. Like I was just sitting on the floor holding my thumb, not crying, not yelling, just accepting. I didn't want to look. You described it to me. It was so gross. It sounded pretty gnarly. I I thought I could sit this one out. It looks like when you take like a potato and you put it through a mandolin. I have never once put a potato through a mandolin. Why is this your go-to analogy? I've never once put a potato through a mandolin. No, that's why I said it looks scalped. Like the way monks' heads look. So literally, like the top part of my thumb that's sticking out, like I have a band-aid around it, Mm -hmm. and the top part that's sticking out Mm -hmm. was decapitated. But because Mm -hmm. of the nail, it didn't go all the way around, so it's just a flap. My thumb has a flap now, like a lighter. So I'm patiently keeping it covered because I will throw up if I have to look at it until the skin grows I did not realize it was that bad. Yeah, it was that bad. (laughs) The blood was crazy. Like I bled, you went to, I continued making the pancakes (laughs) because I didn't want to. Because you start Because I committed, yeah, Yeah. because I finished. Mm -hmm. And I'll leave it at that. Is that the whole story? Yeah. Oh. What else was there? I thought there was like a new development. No, this happened like I thought a week the, ago. Anyone listening needed to know that this happened. Well, so you cut yourself using my knife. And I've been looking for that <laughs> knife for like a week now. And I finally thought, oh, I guess she just like destroyed it or threw it out out of anger. And I was like, that was my knife. But I guess I understand because it's plastic and not very expensive. And then today you're like, no, I just put the knife in time out. <laughs> yeah. And it's in this cup. Okay, we're recording this in the living room. And it's sitting in a cup next to me in the living room because Sophia has decided to put it in time out instead of in it our kitchen. It needed to think. Also, I found out that Liam has a cut from the same knife. <laughs> yes. So this knife should just... So we're, we're blood brothers now. Banished, yeah. The knife has been banished to the living room. Yes. Where it can't hurt anyone <laughs> anymore. It's in a gauntlet. It is in a, it's in a gauntlet with a skull on it. You brought a lot of weird furnishes. Yeah. Should we describe the other things we have up in our living room? Here's the... Before you do that, I just... I want to give context. I had a lot of like random shit in my garage and I was like, what would be funny to bring with me? (laughs) And that's pretty much all I brought to contribute. And I was Mm -hmm. like, if you want all this out, we can have it out. I didn't think it would stay out. Well, so we have a bust of Bernie Sanders, (laughs) um, a lamp with a llama head on it, a 
picture of Karl Marx as he... Uh, No, a framed portrait. Sorry, I'm sorry. A framed (laughs) portrait of Karl Marx uh, at the very head of the room. So he overlooks us whenever we do anything. He is the only thing on this 11-foot wall, aside from string lights. (laughs) He is. Front and center. Well, because he's the father of the household. Right. He's the patriarch. (laughs) And then our skull gauntlet with the banished knife sitting in it. And also a whiteboard with a diary that I think nicely sums up our current mental state. I like it. So this diary that's being spoken of, we have a dry erase board that's like a makeshift calendar and there's a little margin for notes. Mm -hmm. So I was just randomly noting things for the first couple days i don't know why so on uh september 2nd there is a two-word entry uh very eloquently put fuck zoom (laughs) (laughs) you can guess who put that one up uh nine three where's the sun september 6th found the sun but not oh a fat suit because we went shopping for a fat suit which can be a whole other story um (laughs) september 14th my mom said she'll listen to our podcast. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. I don't know. She claims she did. Okay. Uh, so September 16th. I wonder if you can guess what happened this day. Fuck you and your pancakes, Liam. Uh, September 20th. This was one of ours first entry. I won't say who. Um, what a nice day outside. September 21st. I wanted to kill myself yesterday. Uh, and then oh today... God. Positive thinking is the key to a healthy lifestyle, exclamation point. The, wait, the, um, what a nice day outside. We didn't speak to each other once that day. Yeah, that was, was that the day we actually didn't even like see each we other? We shunned one another. Well, I don't, I don't think we shunned. No. It was just like the way our schedules worked out. We, I, the way our depression worked out. Exactly. Well, so the night before I got locked out. And had to go to the poor RA at like one in the morning. So I didn't even actually tell you this story. So um, I'm locked out and I'm literally sitting in on the stairs right outside my our door. I can't, I was like banging on the door. I called you, a bunch of time, but like I don't blame you at all. You were asleep and it was like after midnight. So it's not your fault whatsoever. But I'm just like, I don't want to call the RA. And finally, like I have to, I have no other option. So I call the RA and I'm like, Hey, I locked myself out. Can you like give me the key? He's like, fine. And I felt so bad. But then he shows up in slippers and pajamas to the office. He like clearly just came out of bed. And I'm just there like in a pit of self-loathing. Like, I'm so sorry. And then he like does not say a word to me, hands me the key, and then just walks away into the night. The worst part of all of this, I went to bed ridiculously early out of a depression sleep it was like it's 8 p.m i'm gonna get in bed and whenever my brain decides to turn off that's when it's turning off (laughs) so i was in my like i was fine i was listening to music probably around 10 i put in earplugs because which i have only done like one other time because the people above us were being very loud if you're listening fuck you (laughs) and it was like the one night I put the earplugs in, so I didn't hear my phone ring. <laughs> I didn't hear any text message. And then I woke up 
because I heard a bowling ball drop. <laughs> My room shook. So I called this poor RA on call probably an hour after this you did. This is his second call from our apartment yeah. the same evening. <laughs> and this, he sounded kind of mad. And because I was half awake, I got mad. But then the next morning when I found out, this is Slipper Boy's second trip to our building <laughs> in one night. I just, I woke up, felt like a, the biggest piece of shit alive for one, neglecting somebody who was locked out and two, wasting this man's time. But I was like, you know what? I am a piece of garbage. <laughs> it's really funny that we both called the same RA in the same night. It's and probably like, the most action realize. he's gotten ever. Like they... True. I have, Th- that's I'm, the only reason I'm not completely like distraught over this. In my defense... I'm from Maine, where, like, no one has ever locked their houses, ever. So I'm not used to having to unlock... That's right. If you're a robber, my house is unlocked (laughs) 24-7. Come in, take anything we probably won't notice, unless it's, like, the TV or the one frying pan we use. Or your siblings. It's fine. Um, No, the reason I lock the door... I only lock the door because I... I'm a young woman sleeping alone in an apartment (laughs) at night. Alone in the city. Mm -hmm. Hit me up, fellas. Then you lock yourself in with me. Does that not scare you? I could be a psycho. (laughs) Just one with a very convincing disguise. No, I'm definitely not sleeping. That knife is going out the window. It's not. (laughs) The plastic knife? If I die, now we know. Now we know why. Yeah. You could easily... this clo- We have an empty closet that is very deep. You could fit a lot of... Corpses? People in there. How many, how many people specifically, Sophie? It seems like you've given this a lot of thought. How many people could we fit in that closet? I don't know. Let's It seems out. like you know. <laughs> Moving on. Um, today... I was walking down Calm Ave briskly with purpose. As one does. And a man yelled at me. <laughs> I'm going to like laugh too hard. Something positive? Story. Like, you go you, girl. You tell me. Here's what he yelled <laughs> and how he yelled it. Sup, shoddy, sup, shoddy, sup, shoddy. <laughs> I mean... He yelled sup, shorty three times at me. I don't... Is, I think that sounds positive. It was outside of a meth clinic. Um, well, There's like, do you know where I'm talking about in I, Fenway? I, There's like... No, I don't frequent the meth <laughs> clinics of Boston, <laughs> Sophia. You, no, you frequent it without realizing. On the way, when you're like heading out towards Newbury Street... Okay. I've noticed that there's lots of rough looking people hanging out in this like specific spot and they all go down a stairway and they all wait in line for mm. a while. And I gather that this is a meth clinic. So wait, you're assuming that it's a meth clinic. <laughs> yes. That's not fair. No, you can't do that. It's what? <laughs> How dare you make assumptions about these people's lifestyle? <laughs> what else would it Maybe the very best hot dog in all of Boston is sold down there. And we just are too normie to know about it. And so they wait in line for this hot dog all day until they finally get it and then they leave. I, we need to take a field trip. 
Because if you saw the line that you're describing... We, okay. I thought that it was a hot what dog if, stand. What if we go and try and order meth, well, and, but then they're like, this is a hot dog stand. You might get blessed with a sup shouty three times. I think he was like summoning. He was summoning, yeah. I, I don't know. So what was your, did you instantly run to him and no, I, jump I in just, his lap? Yeah, that's exactly what I did. He's mm-hmm. my new sugar daddy. That was a mating call. <laughs> And it worked. I don't under like. No, I was like, I was just taking a walk. Mm-hmm. That happened to me. Two minutes later, like I'm already well down Comav, and I was like, I'm really glad that that happened to me. I don't think that's usually the reaction people have to being catcalled. It wasn't a catcall though. I. He was saying it with purpose. It was like a Tourette's, like... <laughs> I mean... Like, it came out like Russian roulette, like, People don't normally mouth. catcall passively. wild. Anyway. How was your day? How was my day? Oh, awesome. Oh, well, actually, it was a good day. So, I, I've been scheduling out my tasks, because um, I'm usually very disorganized, and, like, things fall through the, tra- the cracks, so I'm trying to be better. So I wrote out everything I have to accomplish all week, and I have to do 2.5 things per day to get all the things done in the That's amount of time. That's better than last week. And in, uh, record a podcast episode is one of the things, and including this, I'm going to have done five things Holy today. shit. So I was just like knocking them out one after another. It was great. That's two days. Exactly. That's yeah. Amazing. I can take tomorrow off. Just skip all of my classes. Tell my first no, I already did my two and a half tasks today. This is pointless If you could to take school off, just like turn I mean, in, you can. It's called skipping. Turn in your two-week notice and be like, sorry, guys. It's just... That's why college is better than a job. They don't need a two-week notice. You just stop showing up. <laughs> I love when, like, the semester starts strong. This is speaking as if we have in-person class, but like when the semester starts strong and you realize quickly, like this class sucks. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be here, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to persevere. And then after midterms, you're just like, if the professor thinks I died, I don't care. See, that's where we did because every, I have changed, radically changed my schedule every semester I've been in college in the first two weeks. If I go to a class and even if it's just like the vibe is off or like I don't <laughs> like the building it's in, I'll just switch to a different class. I actually, I dropped out of a nutrition class because the professor said that she would not give us any excuses for missing a quiz. Not even, not just an exam, even a quiz. If there's testing involved and we skip and the example she used was don't give me some excuse like the death of a pet. I got up and (laughs) left because I was like, if you're that heartless that my pet's death doesn't matter to you, you Mm -hmm. can fuck yourself. I had a philosophy class last semester and I, I was actually really excited for the class and I went looked at the syllabus, looked at all of the readings, and was like, nope. I walked out five minutes into the class and in the hallway switched into a different class. You should looked, You looked at the students in the class and you were like, I gotta go. You've probably taken a philosophy class or two. I have being a 
Probably not. Never once. I've avoided like the plague. See, I thought I was going to like philosophy because I love the good place. And the good place makes philosophy fun. Yeah. But then I realized actual philosophy class is not at all like watching a TV show. It's like reading and stuff. I well, don't want to read. No, I thought like, I thought it would be funny. I thought I would just get in there and make things up and like mm-hmm. pretend vibe with people just mm-hmm. to amuse myself. But it's not like that's not even fun. Philosophy also seems like one of the areas where like you, you need can't really BS the reading. Like yeah. a lot of the, like what I do in some classes is just like, while we're discussing the reading, I'll just pull it up and I'll look for like the major points and then I'll just yeah. raise my, like basically repeat something I read and then, you know, partial credit. It's cool. But like, I don't think you can really do that with philosophy because everything's so dense. Yeah. I, I can't even like under, I have to be on a very high dose of cocaine in order (laughs) not a medium dose of cocaine (laughs) moderate to severe um (laughs) like i can't my brain can't process logic (laughs) that's all that means like if you can't do well in philosophy you just don't understand i just like the idea that you're going to study and someone offers you a little bit of cocaine you're like that's not enough cocaine for me to study just 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 a dabble Dabble do ya. I don't... I'm not addicted to cocaine. I just dabble daily. Yeah. Good thing to say. Yeah. Someone <laughs> clip that. And then <laughs> yeah. when I'm running for yeah, president... This, this sound bite is gonna bite you in 20 the years asshole. ago when I'm actually addicted to cocaine and running for president, <laughs> that sound bite's gonna my, come back to The other day my friend told me about... Um, like a family friend whose nose collapsed from the amount of cocaine he was doing. Um, and I was what? like, I was like, yeah, maybe that's not something I would ever. I'm sorry. How does a nose collapse? How oh, does that even happen? No, that does. That I've heard of that happening. How does that, what do you mean? It just like your nose bone like disintegrates and yeah, then just deflates? Pretty much. It breaks down like the calcium that's in your bone. Horrifying. <laughs> don't do coke that's the I mean, moral I, of the story now i'm not going to sophia what if i've already done a large amount of cocaine perhaps 20 <laughs> well, minutes ago yeah if you had a philosophy class you obviously <laughs> you just come back from philosophy class every like whoo i'm ready to go <laughs> time to learn i don't time to teach yeah i come back and i teach you my everything i learned in philosophy doesn't that sound exciting? I believe it or not, this is a hard fact, was the president of my school's philosophy club in high school. So you were president of philosophy I club, did but nothing. haven't taken a philosophy class. The year class. I was president, we had one meeting. <laughs> and I got to put that on a resume. Honestly, it was like, yeah. my friend started it, and when she graduated, she was like, promise me you'll continue it. And I was like, yeah, sure. and clearly didn't my grandfather um was very excited about the idea of me being like the president of a philosophy club though and i always felt really guilty because he would like try to dump readings on me and be like you should talk about this in your class and i was like yeah cool okay like no (laughs) yeah (laughs) i can't read yet so i'm just gonna not yeah oh also i'm three (laughs) and i refuse to read 
Um, I have a friend who does this thing where, like, anytime anyone takes a picture of him, he's like, delete it. Delete it now. Me. Because, that friend no, no. is me. The reason is he wants to run for public office someday, and he's like, any picture of me could be used for, like, blackmail or, like, against me someday. I... And part of me was like, yeah, I get that. Like, that makes sense. But then the other part is, like, there's a picture of me and him standing on, like, the BU seal. And he was like, you have to delete that. I'm like, what? No. Well, there's a rumor that if you stand on it, you're not going to graduate. I, that's why I make a point to stand on yeah, it every stomp, single time. I fully stomp on it. I don't give a shit. So anyway, if so I don't graduate, then we'll know it's true. At least um, you can get a posthumous diploma. They give That's those true. now, yeah. Post hummus. <laughs> part of me likes the idea of being able to run for office someday, but I, I like screwing around on the internet too much. There's way too much footage and audio of me on the internet already. In this podcast alone, mm-hmm. neither of us can... Everything we say is just like considered a war crime by 2040. <laughs> I, okay, I was thinking the other day if, like, because I was reading about this phishing scheme a couple years ago, and, oh, it, Emily Ratajkowski had a bunch of nudes leak. Not that I've ever taken <laughs> nudes, but... Oh, I thought you but not that I've ever I, looked at leaked celebrity nudes. Oh, well, that, that, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to pretend I didn't. I just come. so happened to accidentally Google Chris Evans that one time. I, I did. Just, I had no idea. I accidentally stumbled upon, no, um, his beautiful ass. Um, <laughs> no, I was going to say, I am horrified at the idea of that potentially happening to me. Mm. And if I ever ran for public office... My fear would be photos that I have not published or given to mm-hmm. anybody being like acquired. Mm-hmm. Again, not that there's anything I should worry about. <laughs> I I think Chris Evans played it right, where he kind of just like made a joke about it and then like moved yeah. on. I see, and I until you said that, I forgot about that, and that's yeah. exactly why. Hmm. I think, like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how upset I would be. Here's what, wait, here's a, okay, first of all, I would be upset if it were photos that I, like, hands down did not share with anybody, like, anything like that. Well, then I would just be, like, confused, because you'd be like, how did you even get these? Well, that's that's what's scary, yeah, Mm -hmm. but I was going to say, what's crazy to me is how casual... Like, in general, people have become about that. Like, I remember Mm -hmm. in middle school and high school when, like, AOL was still a preferred email. Mm -hmm. If anyone's nudes got out, it was like, oh, my God. Like, the country is in danger. Like, we need to go into lockdown, whatever. And Mm -hmm. now it's just like, oh, I'm on Instagram. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's just the way the culture with the internet has changed, right? It's just... People are you just don't care about that stuff as much. Yeah. Um, I think like people don't care about their own stuff getting leaked as much either. It's not just like you don't care when you see other people's. It's like, oh yeah, I've taken all this stuff anyway. Yeah. Like um, my face know. isn't in it. I can deny it. You can, unless you've got like a huge tattoo or something. 
Oh, wait, that... No, no, no. Okay. Get a huge tattoo. And then in all of the nudes, you make sure, like, you can at least partially see that tattoo in all of the nudes you take ever. And then, if it ever leaks, just, like, very quietly get the tattoo removed and be like, guys, no tattoo. It can't possibly be me. You just... You just dismantled... Mm-hmm. The entire system. You have to get it take. You have to get the what tattoo. What would it be? What should it be? It's gonna be on my tit. Well, yeah, it has to one be somewhere that like I don't have one. You wouldn't normally see otherwise, because like it can't. There can't be like um, paparazzi footage of the tattoo. It has to be like a secret that's only. I want to get a tattoo of the planter's peanut on my tit. Okay. Well, you have to get it right on the nipple then. Literally so, like, sure, on my nipple. Yeah. My nipple is gonna be his monocle. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta go this weekend. We gotta go to a tattoo. <laughs> that I don't know if we're, we're that level of friends where I come watch you get your nipple tattooed as a Mr. Planters. Oh, peanut. and my by the way, um, I think this is a good time to say a quick shout out and thank you to my grandpa for downloading Spotify so that he can listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but did he leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? If not, he's a fake fan. He doesn't have an iPhone. <laughs> he but yeah, anyway. Planters. He didn't buy an iPhone just to leave you a review. Just to listen Apple to podcast. me talk about the planter's peanut on my titty. Exactly. That's real love right there. People who get, like, I know so many girls who have nipple piercings just to be edgy. Is that the only reason they get a nipple piercing? Maybe they just every, like it. Everything, well... I don't care if people have a nipple piercing. What I do... Uh, yeah, because why would you? Yeah, but what I do care about is when people, like, wear really, really tight shirts and then are like, don't... I I didn't get these because I want people to know they're mm-hmm. there. <laughs> like, yeah. don't deny it. Embrace it. That's true. I don't, like... I don't understand people who, like, get really upset about stuff like that or, like, yeah. care super deeply live your life or like i had a teacher in high school who was like no one is allowed to wear hoodies in this class not like you can't have the hood on but like you can't wear a hoodie and it's like why do you care so much what i'm wearing i the first time i got dress coded was in kindergarten i am not kidding i for being too sexy yeah that's how i felt i was playing (laughs) um i was really into ocarina of time like the zelda game If you weren't, go to hell. Um, I've actually never played Ocarina of Time. It was a little... I think I'm just a little bit too young Yeah, you're too young. You're too young. Um, I was like the Wii era. Yeah. Okay. So the... For any youngin, Ocarina of Time was a GameCube game. Mm -hmm. And it was was one of the first Zelda games. It was so much fun. Like, on the GameCube. And... I the Zelda's main character. She would wear like an off-the-shoulder dress, mm-hmm. and she was the baddest bitch ever. Like she would summon <laughs> crystals. Like she could. She had like a male alter ego named Sheik. Like she was mm-hmm. just super cool, and I wanted to be her. So I was sitting there zoning the fuck out during like the ABCs or whatever mm-hmm. in my kindergarten class. And I figured out that if I pulled my long sleeve shirt down to my shoulders, <laughs> I would look like Zelda. So I remember like wiggling around and like trying to get my shoulders to pop out. And finally, because like I was tiny, I got like 
I got it exactly where I wanted. I was like, <laughs> this is so cool. Like, I'm hot as hell. Like, look out, boys. And my teacher was like, Sophia, pull your shirt up. No one wants to see that. And I was like... <laughs> I was so I wasn't even embarrassed. I was just pissed off. I was like, "Don't interrupt okay, me." Okay, but that's not. I was having dress- a major moment. That's not getting dress coded. That's because from her perspective, <laughs> it looks like you're trying to take off your shirt through the head hole. That's so. Whatever. Can you imagine being an underpaid kindergarten teacher <laughs> and you look over and some shrimpy little girl is just worming out of her shirt from like the top down? Well, my my kindergarten teacher did not take shit from anybody. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I being a man, I have never once been dress coded in my entire life, despite frequently violating the dress code, especially it's senior year. Because you're allowed. In the um, the rules are like no flannel pants. That's like specifically a rule. I don't know. In and Maine? I. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I wore my flannel pajama. I my senior year, I only had class from uh, nine to ten thirty. Oh my god! Um, every other day, uh, so I would just wear pajama pants to my one class, sit there, and then go home and go back to bed. Like yeah. very frequently, never once got dress coded ever. I was. We had um, a vice principal who came in like my junior senior year, who was like insane about dress code like unnecessarily crazy about it and this is so creepy and i'm sharing this story because of how messed up it is our school mascot was the cougar yeah it was hell yeah it was (laughs) so we called and every week you get a different mom to come play (laughs) to fuck um so at the basketball games we got milfs yeah it's just jimmy's mom is the mascot (laughs) the the entire cheerleading team is just moms um Mm -hmm. jumping Mm -hmm. uh so anyway no um we had this thing called cougar roundup and Uh, what? I was going to say it's not what you think it is, but I don't know what any sane person would think it is. See what I'm Hold on. I'm going to let you finish. Yeah. yeah. So they would say on the announcements in the middle of class, cougar round up, <laughs> and everyone in the class had to stand up. They closed the doors so that if you were like in the hallway, you like you're trapped in the hall, whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you're shorts, were shorter than your fingertips. You had to go to the office. What? They interrupted the school day to do that. And same if you're wearing spaghetti straps, office. That's what they were wasting their time on. Yeah, and everyone was like, this is fascist. This is stupid. Like, whatever. And the entire administration was like, you guys are being overdramatic. Oh, my God. Like, calm down. We had, like, an uprising against this. We were like, do you realize how unnecessary this is and how disruptive it is? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm out here with freaking like noodle legs and like long fingers. So if I was wearing any level of shorts, mm-hmm. I would be sent to the office. And I remember having a standoff with our principal and being like, you're really going to send me home for this? Like, are you ki- like make my mom come home from work? Mm-hmm. That's insane. It's insane. It's also weird because like. The, the the argument behind, like, having a dress code like that is, like, we got to prepare them for, like, the real world and, like, working in the, like, whatever, in business or whatever. But it's, like, there's no office in America 
that where that would ever happen. Like at round, most, round you, were, you up. If like, you were wearing something like really inappropriate, like HR would quietly take you aside and be like, "Hey, this is kind of inappropriate. Could you not wear this again?" They wouldn't like parade you in front of the entire class yeah. and like march you down somewhere in front of everyone and then like demand you go home immediately. A death march. Pretty yeah, like there's <laughs> That would never happen anywhere besides a high school. So that's like insane. Well, and like also think of the message you're sending to lower income people who don't have access to necessarily the clothes. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Okay, like pay for my fucking wardrobe then. Mm-hmm. Stan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, calling, I know. Calling him out. When I mm-hmm. see that man at Kroger, I'm like, you can. Oh, you don't know what Kroger is. It's a grocery store, okay, right? Okay, yeah. Wait, do you have that here? No. Oh. Your culture. I've never seen one Just before, cultured. but I've heard the Yeah, term. no, there's one, like, next to my school, and mm-hmm. we all, like, everyone at my high school runs into teachers there, and we're just, like, hide. Mm-hmm. We have, we have Shaw's and we have Hannaford in Maine. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of any, either of those. I know Shaw's, because I'm here. Yeah. So that's I why. am a Wegmans enthusiast. A what? Wegmans. I've never heard of Wegmans. Wegmans. It's, they have it in New York. They have one here, like out. What is it? It's hard. Okay. Do you know what Giant Eagle is? No. What's Giant Eagle? (laughs) Giant Eagle is a weird name. I actually, um, boy gave me a shirt and he said, do you want this Giant Eagle shirt? And I thought he meant one of those like gnarly, like America shirts. And it was for the supermarket. It's li- okay. it's just like, it's the kind of, they have like a shitty version of the Whole Foods hot bar. Okay. And like a lot of pre-made stuff. All right. Yeah. That's so it. So then what, what's, what? The Wobbs? Allure. What Wobbs? is the Allure? No, Wegman. Oh. Wegmans. Wegmans. It's the same thing. Oh, okay. Wegmans is like Giant Eagle, but better. Oh. And it's on the East Coast. So like. I was going to use a Trader Joe's Whole Foods analogy, but I actually don't know which one is better. Which is better, Trader Joe's or Whole Foods? That's tough. Am I rich? Uh, Yes. You have as much money as you could possibly want. Whole Foods. Because there's more variety. Is there? Yeah. Trader Joe's also had that weird, like, Trader Ming, Trader Jose campaign. I don't remember. I remember Trader... No, I actually don't remember that. Trader Joe's got called the fuck out a couple months ago because they had this whole racist, like, Trader Ming soy sauce. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> yeah. It that's did so good. not, like, I can't, there was one where it wasn't even Trader. It was, like, something, anyway. Um, Trader Joe's my ex, I, of all of the brands... That I would expect I know. to have racial insensitivities. Trader Joe's was not one of them. I expect better. It was on... Unbe- yeah. Anyways. Um, no, but from my current income, I prefer Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. I See, I think even if I had a ton of money, I would probably still prefer Trader Joe's. It's just too far for me. It's like a 15-minute walk. I do not have that kind of... T- well, I have the time. I just I gotta, don't want to. I'm going this weekend, so... Have fun going by yourself. That's too far. <laughs> Mr. Crab Legs are gonna, like, skedaddle out there. Mm-hmm. I, I've i been thinking about taking the extra 10, 10 feet to pass Target. What's the one 
Star Market. Yes, Star Market. I've actually never set foot in that Star Market. Wow. I was there like three days ago. <laughs> I, I really need to buy food. I don't know if you've looked in our fridge recently. We had an unbelievable, like we opened the fridge door mm-hmm. and it was like a christening. I'm glad that that made you as happy as it. Okay. I, for felt, context, I felt like a soccer mom with like three mm-hmm. kids I, when so, I opened that So fridge. Grace was here. We literally opened the fridge to get stuff and I had just gone shopping that day and I think you had too. And I literally <laughs> called you out of your room to come stare at this fridge because it was like so full of food. It was, it looked like a normal person's fridge. It, it wasn't was just glorious. full of food. It was full of good food. It, and yes. yeah, there was variety. It was organized. It was so much better than like the one bag of like string cheese <laughs> and a white claw that exactly. was in the night before. Yeah, it's My it's a brew. sight to behold, right? Well, not right now, but it was. Yeah. It's kind of back to being sad again right now because okay. we have no fruits or veggies we're very There's, sad uh actually no the domino's pizza is gone because i ate it <laughs> um but it's back to being kind of empty yeah i'll go shopping tomorrow it's and like leftover hopefully. rice we should just i we should just start stocking up on like things to be props <laughs> prop food we buy like <laughs> we a bunch just of buy kids toys <laughs> That looks like food. Honestly, that could be considered an antidepressant because like the shot of... I have a pair. What's the what's the chemical in your brain that makes Dopamine, yes. serotonin. The shot of serotonin I got from opening the fridge and seeing it so full and happy. Like that's a natural antidepressant. Well. <laughs> you go to your therapist instead of prescribing you a pill. It's just like, all right, here's all these fake fruits and vegetables to put it's in your like, fridge. We're, so today we're going to make a grocery list mm-hmm. and your task for this week is that you're going to go to the grocery store and buy these <laughs> things can you tell we're poor because this <laughs> the sight of a full fridge just like that happened okay this my, happened, ri- my ribs are rattling well this <laughs> happened like a week ago and we're still talking about it now <laughs> so that's how poor we are we had a fridge full of food, and a week later, we're still looking back on it like, yes, that was awesome. Remember the times <laughs> the, the harvest was plentiful. <laughs> Just, <laughs> this is, is this how Amish feels? <laughs> a month into quarantine, this is just where we're at. Okay, I don't know what the deal on the East Coast was during covid stuff but we got like warnings from our governor and they were like we're gonna shut things down you guys have two Mm -hmm. days that to the white people in the midwest was two days to buy everything (laughs) everything like Mm -hmm. there was some weird stuff that was sold out and i remember just being upset and disturbed and like we do the kind of grocery shop at home where we go every day and just get what we need for the day Mm -hmm. but people there like binge purchase Mm -hmm. it was like rapture level well i remember for us the way they like worded the shutdown it was really like it kind of seemed like all of the grocery stores were just gonna like close no that's what we thought like and and we just like had no idea when they were gonna open back up and so we i think my mom had gone shopping like the day before they announced that so we didn't really go out we were all kind of like yo are we gonna we gonna starve and then just like that didn't happen and there's still really no, like, I don't know what, because the way it was worded made it sound like, and then just like never ended up 
happening that way, which is good because yeah, it's been six months now and I, I generally need less time than that between going to the grocery store. Six full months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we... I remember running out and just getting a ton of random shit and us being like, I don't even know if we'll need this. Like, are these even things we're going to eat and whatever? And then like three days later, we're sitting on our hands waiting and we're like, is the store going to close? Mm-hmm. Never happened. They just, they changed the hours mm-hmm. and let old people go for like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, our store at home just implemented uh, like a maximum capacity and that was it. How the hell would you cram 600 people? Like, I see those numbers, and I'm like, are you counting? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did, did uh, toilet paper sell out where you live, too? Yes. That wasn't even... I mean, we actually... That lasted for, like, a month and a half. Like, it mm. was really difficult to find toilet paper or paper towels. Of all the stupid things that stupid people could start to panic about... That has to be the most frustrating one. Y'all don't have cloths? <laughs> Y'all don't have old t-shirts or current t-shirts? Oh my, okay. <laughs> like, How gross food? do we want to get here? Because I have a story oh, that's pretty I have gross. nothing phases me. So this was a story from Reddit. Um, this was probably like a year ago, but I still remember because it, it was so vivid. So this dude, he was posting on relationship advice. Basically, he lives with his girlfriend and they like just moved in together recently. And he found in, like, the dirty laundry hamper his socks covered in shit. <laughs> and so he was like, what What happened? Why? And so he confronts his girlfriend and basically ends up coming to light that his girlfriend, she's, like, a germaphobe. And so she doesn't like using toilet paper because she's really worried she's going to get some of it on her hands. <laughs> so since she was, like, a little kid, what she's always done is just get a sock stick her whole fist in the sock (laughs) and then just like clean herself with that and then just like take it off and like wash the sock. And she's been doing this for like, since she was a kid and it's just like completely normal to her. And he's like, I don't know what to do. This is so weird. Dump her ass. She's out of here. That's the thing. Like, I feel like it's not a sane person who does that, right? That's obsessive compulsive disorder. Like manifested badly. There's Holy definitely shit. like years of trauma oh that God. have manifested itself into I, her. I hope it was a shameless reveal though. I hope she wasn't like embarrassed that he I, found it. Like I hope she wears that with pride. Um, I hope the exact opposite because <laughs> never do I want to meet the person who proudly announces that they shove a sock up their rear end to oh clean themselves God. after shitting. If we're getting gross. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, we're already in the gross zone. Might as well keep it keep it going. So, boy goes to... I'm going to call him out. No, that's a, <laughs> a horrible way to start this. I have IBD for context. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I go to a doctor in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And one of the first times boy and I hung out, because he goes to school there, we walked past a building where I had had treatment before Mm -hmm. and I was trying to be funny and like break the ice and whatever. (laughs) And we're very comfortable with each other very early. And I pointed into this building and I was like, Hey, yeah, I had a tube up my ass in that (laughs) building. (laughs) 
And he was just dead silent for a couple seconds and said, that's disgusting. <laughs> and I was like, well, he, he might not know me. He that's might... all. And I was like, I'm going to find a bus ticket and go home <laughs> because that's what I owe him. Well, he might have thought you just went to someone's apartment and just like for fun. We're like, hey. Yeah, that's f- why it's so fucked up. How long is this tube? Like six feet? Perfect. Let's go. <laughs> Let's give it a try. <laughs> that's a smaller tube than I normally use. but it's so gross. You know, it can. I hate that. That should be on. That should go on Reddit. What? The. The Ooh, tube, tube up my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least I didn't shove a fucking sock up there. Like, that's yeah. gross. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Let's not talk about shit. I mean, yeah, it feels like a good general rule of thumb. I just, like, that one Reddit story specifically has stuck in my head. I'm pretty well, sure I read that, like, over a year ago, and it's still, like, burned into my psyche. When you think of, like, your deal breakers, like, when you're mm-hmm. with somebody. That's not even something that would enter my realm. <laughs> well, yeah, because he wasn't like, I broke up with her, isn't this crazy? He was like, what do I do? And everyone's just like, I have no idea. That's so weird. It's <laughs> like, I don't know how I would react to that. Oh, God. I have to assume it would end the relationship, but also, well, like... I would like to think that if you are living with someone you're close enough with them that you know they shove socks in their anus <laughs> i mean you, i guess you never really do know a person though do you until you see them take a dump <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's before you move in together you both have to take a dump in front of the other to make sure your dumping protocol is that's up to the other's standard that is law honestly probably not a bad policy Hey guys, just started a new policy for myself <laughs> and my significant other. <laughs> mm-hmm. We start like a relationships blog and it's just like, make sure you do these things before <laughs> moving in with your significant other. To do list. Number one, shit in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> make eye contact the entire time. <laughs> Give us your best tennis grunt. Number two, catalog all your uh, dishes and silverware to make sure you have enough. <laughs> Episode three, make sure they stare at you the entire time while you shit. <laughs> it's like, what's your kink? Making, <laughs> maintaining eye contact while he shits. <laughs> I'm sure if someone's sho- if someone's shoving. Socks up their asshole. <laughs> that has got to be somebody's king. So I guess you've never personally used a urinal. I'm assuming. <laughs> oh my god! But you can. I'm sure you could pick. This will be personally no. So imagine you walk in and there's a dude using the urinal, but instead of facing straight, he's like turned and he just makes eye contact with you the entire time. I'd like to let the record reflect that my grandfather, may he rest in peace, was in a urinal next to Rod Stewart. He didn't look. Oh, I would have. Stewart. I would have okay, fully right. looked. I would have stared at his penis. <laughs> but my grandpa didn't. Okay. You walk into like the women's room and all of the stall doors are open. There's people shitting in every one <laughs> and they're all well, staring at you. That's what a women's restroom is like. Oh, just is people it? shitting everywhere. See, all the times that's I've gone into the women, all the times I've gone into the women's room, they've all <laughs> seemed to want the doors closed. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the deal with that is. 
I remember one of the, like, one of my early memories is actually trauma because my neighbor and I went to see Barnyard. Like the movie? Yeah. In the- Why is this... I- Okay. I'm going to cry. We went to see Barnyard and her dad took us and we had to pee. Okay. But since we were like four, we had to go in the men's restroom because he was the only person who took us. And I don't remember why. That's like such a vivid like point. Like the whole thing was just bad. Like he snored throughout the movie. It was a like fever dream of a movie. Mm-hmm. And then we just had to pee so bad. And he was like, well, tough shit, guys. If you have to go, you have to use the men's room. Because like I'm not letting you in there alone. Mm-hmm. And we had, yeah. That's like, that's a Mad Lib <laughs> right really there. Is. I'm going to argue that... It's more dangerous for you in the men's room, even with him there. I fully agree. Than it is for you alone in the women's room. That's why I just had like a laughing fit because I haven't thought about that since it happened, basically. Mm -hmm. I haven't verbalized it. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. What a clusterfuck. The first time your mom lets you use the men's room by yourself instead of bringing you into the Have you done that yet? That's how you know. I'm still, but that's how I know I'll be <laughs> You're a holding man. out. Some mom, if you're listening to this, it's time. I, I'm officially a man now. I'm on my own. You don't need to keep driving up every day so that I can use the bathroom. Um, we at Boston University have a bathroom schedule. We do. We haven't discussed this on the podcast yet, have we? No. So we, it's official policy this semester that all roommates, even if, like, we don't even share a bathroom with anyone on the floor, just me and you, but we have a bathroom schedule um, to determine who gets to use the bathroom at which times. Yeah. So we, basically, we can't bump into each other in our one square foot bathroom. Mm -hmm. My favorite part is that they specify you have to schedule when your showers are. But they don't say you can't have overlapping shower times. So <laughs> They don't say that. They say nothing about, like, our pooping schedule. <laughs> <laughs> That's arguably more dangerous. That's, I really wanted to send RRA. We can't about, wash our hands at the same time. Why not? If it's on the schedule, we can. <gasps> That's true. I really wanted to send RRA a, like, schedule and... We have a scheduled bathroom time, but it's both of us from like 3 o'clock to 3.01 a.m. every day. <laughs> That's when both of us have the bathroom scheduled and no other times. Are we expected every day of our lives to plan when we have bodily functions? Well, I mean, only until there's a vaccine. That's <laughs> the end of 2024. Yeah. I just like the idea of both of us setting alarms for like yeah. 2.59 every like, day. Oh <laughs> man, I don't have to pee yet. Yeah. It's yeah. like, no, it's like... I piss to... in the shower and you piss in the toilet and then we high five and go back to bed. Well, we, <laughs> we high five. Um, when we would take family road trips, because I have family who lives out here and it's a 12 hour drive from my home. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always the one who is asked do you need to stop at this rest stop? Because the next one isn't for another 57 miles. And I'd always say, no, I'm good. And then out of nowhere, my bladder would sneak up on me conveniently, (laughs) like two minutes later. 
And my mom mm. actually would, she did not hold back. She would punish <laughs> Kiss me. Kiss yourself. No, worse. We'd pull over and she'd be like, squat. <laughs> I mean, that's what you have to do. There's no other options. Um, so <laughs> everyone. pissing yourself. <laughs> yeah, pissed yourself. Um, everyone Get a cooter my... cone. Everyone in my family kind of roasts my mom for having a small bladder. It's like every time we're in the car, every like hour to half hour, she's like, I have to pee now. I have to pee now. Um, and so we're like, oh, we have to pull over because mom has to pee. But then this summer, I went on a road trip with my dad and my brother to Washington, D.C., and they have to pee just as much. They were just using my mom as cover That's so awful. that they didn't have to be the ones to be like, I have to pee. But they pee just as frequently as her. They just never mention it. Well, my, um, my I've heard word on the street is that when my mom was younger, my grandma would stop every hour to pee. Mm-hmm. Just every single hour. Like clockwork. I was like, good for her. I remember... She she would fare well with a bathroom schedule. This was freshman year on the bus ride down to an away game for soccer. It was like a two-hour bus drive. And I was a freshman. This kid, one kid was a senior. I think he was also one of the captains. Had to pee really, really bad. So he turns, he pours out his Nalgene, like a big Nalgene water bottle. Not like one of the huge ones, but like, you know... Um, like a Nalgene water bottle, pours it out the win- uh, window, turns, and starts pissing into it. The entire bus starts chanting his name. I'm not going to use his real name, but it was like, John, 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 John. Just like everyone's going crazy. He turns, he finishes, turns, holds it up. He's filled the water <laughs> bottle to like the top. He, he and we it. all go wild. We just He's, start cheering. That man is either thriving or in prison. Mm-hmm. There's no middle ground. If you go on a school field trip, mm-hmm. you cannot have needs. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you have to be ready to just give it up for school. however long that trip is. School field trips are such a like weird microcosm of Okay, I actually <laughs> I had forgotten I did this until literally right now. So junior year, we went on a field trip to one of the University of Maine campuses because they wanted everyone to like see what a college campus looks like. Look, guys, <laughs> this is where your life is going to go to shit. Exactly. But I really didn't want to go. And like everyone else didn't want to go. They're like, this is stupid. We don't want to. So I paid 30 of my own dollars to get a Snapchat filter made for like the geolocation of the campus <laughs> just for the one day that was like this field trip sucks ass it was something oh like that God. i don't remember what it actually said um and so i didn't tell anyone that i did this before either so we all went and we show up and everyone starts like realizing that this is it i like, used our school name specifically too so like everyone starts seeing this filter and they go like crazy so, like everyone's using it the entire day and eventually like the teachers running it like see it too and i could tell that they thought it was really funny but like couldn't actually like like let us know that they thought it was funny and then we all went home and the day ended one of my favorite memories from high school was we had this tradition where we go to an auditorium, we practice graduation because you need to practice standing up and walking down in a fucking straight line. <laughs> and after the practice, we had a senior picnic. Mm-hmm. So the senior picnic was at like this quarry by my house mm-hmm. and they would like 
like you get to the quarry and then you take the school bus back to the high school and then your parents pick you up, whatever. So senior picnic, for whatever reason, was just lame as hell <laughs> our senior year. Like I don't, no one was excited to be there. I think the parents that year were just weird and like hawkish and they wanted to like control, like they wanted to have their moment or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So my, I had like three really close guy friends. That was like my friend group. Mm hmm. And one of them was my boyfriend, and then the other two, like, we all would just goof around together, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give a shout out to my friend Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. Hell yeah. Woo! Nathan and I thought it would be funny if we left my boyfriend, who was super butthurt about everything at that time of his life, and our other friend behind, <laughs> and got on one of the school buses that was taking us back. And it was like a like battle royale. Like they take you <laughs> away, you say goodbye to everybody behind, and like mm-hmm. whatever. And we just acted like we were getting shoveled on this bus. We were like, <laughs> oh my god, like they're just taking up. We're the last <sighs> two. Like, ah, we can't control it. Bye, guys. There's too much going on. We're getting swept yeah. up. And we like we turn and like I said, butt hurt. Mm-hmm. We turned around. They were so fucking mad. <laughs> and I was like, if our parents' cars aren't there when we get back to the <laughs> high dead. school, we're screwed. Mm-hmm. Uh really funny school it's like school buses in general are a very interesting like microcosm of like high school in general any so much weird stuff happens on a school bus i lived very close to my school so i did not have to take the bus Mm -hmm. and i was a little bitch (laughs) and convinced my mom to drive me (laughs) you were better than us commoners yes i remember being really scared the first time i had to ride the bus because my mom would always work like in or near the school that I went to. Um, and then in like fifth or sixth grade, I had to start riding the bus. And it was just like, this is lawless country. I, I don't know what's going to happen here. I might die. Yeah. I hugged my mom a little tighter every morning before leaving. It really makes you appreciate what you have. <laughs> All right. Well, that feels like as good a place as any to end things off. Do you have any final words? No.